It's time to raise the roof for our latest spring training podcast. Welcome back, everyone, to this latest episode of Raise the Roof. It is spring training. Spring training is in full swing. We are three games into spring training, and the Rays have done everything, literally. They've won, they've lost, and they've tied because you can tie in spring training. So uh, they've experienced the highs, the lows, and, and purgatory. And the mid. Yeah, the mid. The mid. It's, it's, it's essentially it. Um, and from what I heard, because the Rays have scored six or more runs in the last two days, from what I've heard, I don't know if it's true or not, but I think Rays six counts for spring training. No way. I think. Yeah, we're going to bankrupt the fuck out of them. I think. <laughs> I don't oh. know for sure, but someone said that it. someone said it's a thing. So please do not quote us on it. it. This is only from what we've heard or what I've heard. But I believe that raise six is a thing for Papa John's even during spring training. Which, if that's the case, then that's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, it's absolutely incredible. Yeah, they, um, yeah, yeah, I guess the last two games because they tied 9 9 and then they won 8 3 today. Um, or 8 4, 8 3. No, no, it was 8 3. Yeah. So, yes, if you guys want to confirm this to us that it's a real thing, please let us know because we could just be passing on incorrect information and we do not want to do that. But from what we've heard, I believe that's the case. So, yes, the Rays, uh, spring training is going on. Plenty of spring training things are going on. We will be talking about that in depth or as much in depth as possible uh, in the pod. We'll also be talking about some recent transactions in the baseball world, one including a former Ray and Manny Margot, uh, among other things. Um, and then anything else that comes to our mind, we will figure out. But uh, as this is an audio podcast and we might put this on YouTube, but if not, you guys can't see it. Uh, Gibby is wearing a USF hat and it's good timing because today for the first time in program history, the first time in the history of USF men's basketball, they were not only ranked in the USA Today coaches poll, but they were also ranked in the AP poll for the first time. They are ranked 25th in the nation. Uh, Gibby, how are you feeling about your bulls? just seemingly taking over the college basketball world right now. Well, I, I, I heard we weren't a tournament team. So, I mean, I'm, I'm surprised, you know, we're number 25 there, but it feels great. Uh, you know, being an underdog SMU when we haven't lost a game in three months, uh, that that's amazing. So good, good job there guys. You know, we only beat them by 12 points. So glad we were uh, predicted to lose by five. So that's cool, but you know, I won't say much more about that. Uh, I mean, Amir Abdir Rahim just keeps doing what what he does best: winning games in the conference, just blowing out every team when they say we're gonna lose. Just every game, it's great. We sold out again, sold out the the stadium again. I have never seen it that full in my life, especially two nights, like two games in a row. Absolutely crazy. So. And it's nice to be ranked for the first time uh, in program history. Uh, some respect on our name, finally. But yeah, it, it's just it's just good to be a bowl. There's there's nothing else to say. I mean, it's we're just shutting the door on the conference completely. We got miles ahead. I don't want to be too bullish right now because you know the things have fallen off in the past when when you talk too much as a USF fan. So you got to be careful, but. Well, yeah. you have we have you have plenty to be excited about. Also, I didn't even say we got the we got the three amigos back. We got the boys back. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And Gibby are back. Two in a row. Yeah, oh my God, look at that, man, man. We're starting a winning streak over here. This is crazy. This is crazy. Um, another thing that's crazy. Speaking of speaking of crazy successful teams in Tampa or in the Tampa Bay area, the University of Tampa baseball team might be the biggest juggernaut in college baseball right now, and I'm not even exaggerating on this they're the number one team in d2 they're 14 and 0 and they have a plus 127 run differential through the first 14 games of the season that's crazy that's like that is that's like an average of 9.1 runs per game that they're beating opponents by yeah, yeah seriously it is the it is the 2023 race start that is the 2023 no but, start, no but this is this is the 2023 race start on steroids yeah that's... exactly Again, Especially plus one twenty-seven college, plus one twenty-seven through fourteen games. That is literally insane. I'm not yeah, saying it's going to continue, 
But the fact that they're at where they're at right now is just ridiculous. Yeah, credit so, uh credit to those Spartans, dude. They're doing they're doing great. It's I mean, also just... like probably one of the most picturesque stadiums in college baseball too, of which yeah, I love I love that backdrop. Yeah, it's so nice. But yeah, that 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 is that is a legitimate stat. I'm not even bullshitting or anything like that. That's a legitimate stat. They are a wagon. When are they make making the jump? They got to make it soon. Come see, on. see, the problem is, is that they probably, in terms of baseball, they could definitely make the jump. But I feel like, due to the size of the college and the footprint it has, I, I feel like there's a lot of things that are kind of going against it that would make it yeah. want to go to a D1 school. Like, I understand Hopkins does the same thing with lacrosse, where all of their sports are D3 except for lacrosse because they're D1. But, like, Hopkins mm. has been a D1 program in lacrosse for quite a bit. Um, so they, like, like you, the University of Tampa is in a different situation where they were never, like, like the program was never, um, you know, better or I guess was was never classified as a separate thing. Um, gotcha. And it, it, like, even with this, it's not like they, I mean, they're probably one of the most storied franchises or programs in all of D2 baseball ever. Um, but like, they're not winning national championships every year. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it, it's, it's not like they're steamrolling competition. It just so happens that this year they're steamrolling competition to start the year. This but, year they're a steam, they're a Stanley steamer for sure. Yes. But I mean, overall, I think that they're fine where they're at. Um, and it helps out being in Tampa and saying, you know, being, being in the Tampa Bay area, you get a lot of pull there. Um, yes. So. Yeah. Yeah. You said, you mentioned the, uh, the backdrop being, Extremely nice. I didn't. I hadn't seen it before, so I looked it up. Uh, why can't we have their location for a stadium? That's what I'm saying. What the hell I mean, is this? Better than I, I mean, they have like eight or nine national titles, and the Rays have zero. So, like, you know, we'll we'll take that. We'll take that <laughs> lot from kinda, them. There's is, the, you know, yeah. Terms terms of hierarchy of winning things. Uh, <laughs> the University of Tampa has the Rays beat by a country mile. Whatever. That's true, but that's that's that location is. Pretty sexy. Yeah, right. that location <laughs> like, is a lot better than having a stadium on Dale Mabry. <laughs> Yankees having yeah. to look. Yeah, it's it's a it's a not safe for work picturesque kind of kind yeah, of. That's yeah. Funny. You can go you can go right down the street to two thousand one Space Odyssey right after you're done. <laughs> you know, at the Yankee that's Stadium. I, I see. I, I know ball. the joke because I'm familiar enough with the yeah yeah yeah. yeah, Evan, yeah. You can you you can it's decide. It's a strip club, it. Evan. It's a strip club. Yeah, it's a strip club that looks like a space station. <laughs> can you believe that? You know, we have the most strip clubs like of any city ever. Like per capita, we have like the most strip clubs. You've never been to any of them, have you? I I have actually never been to a strip Good. club. It's amazing. Good. Yeah. Keep it that way. That's the right answer. <laughs> that's I, an I don't unfortunate. Know. I don't know how that how that's happened. I feel like that, it's that's an unfortunate. That's an unfortunate distinction now. Yeah, that that Tampa has, but yeah, it is what it is. Hey, they got they more got fortunate depending on who you are, you know. Well, hey, they got some damn good baseball. They got some damn good basketball, uh, and the Rays are back, which is the most important thing here. So, uh, you know, like I mentioned earlier, spring training has started for the Rays. They are back in Port Charlotte for the first time, fully uninterrupted spring training since 2019 at Charlotte Sports Park, uh, which is really really big to see. I know they've had some big crowds at games. Uh, so far, it seems like the people are really turning up to, um, you know, to go watch the Rays and um, the different guys who are coming up and, you know, making an impact already. I know that we've seen a number of young guys already make an impact. Uh, today, in particular, we saw Junior Caminero hit a three-run bomb to center field. Uh, we've seen other guys hit home runs. Jose Siri hit one. Jake Mangum Misner? hit one. Uh, who, what? Wait, was that was his name? Who? Misner? Uh, oh yeah, Cameron Misner. Um, Misner. Misner. Yeah, he um he had an inside the park home run that really wasn't an inside the park home run <laughs> because the guy like like bicycle kicked it to oblivion. So how that's not considered an error is beyond me. <laughs> that, that was, was funny. That was the funniest show I've ever seen. I looked up the guy's name. It's on because they were playing the Tigers. I really um, hope that that guy was a guy who's going to make the roster anyway. No, he's, he doesn't I mean, make it because of that. No, because he <laughs> was like so his number was like ninety four. His number was like ninety four. Oh, okay, so no chance, right? That sounds yeah, like a, that sounds like a major league starter right there. 
Oh, I Number forget 94. his last name. Number 94. Um, I'm trying to look right now because infielder. I felt so bad for that guy, though, because that was so unlucky. No, like, yeah, that was really was the, I mean, it was incredible. Dropping in between yeah. four people. I've seen three people. I'm, I don't think I don't know if I've ever seen a ball drop in between four people like that. I mean, it's definitely happened before, but and then somebody who lays out for it kicks it, kicks it even <laughs> three miles. It's <laughs> so bad. The, the the kick, like like why that wasn't considered an error, makes no sense to me. Like he he, I mean, I I took a uh, I took a screenshot of it, and it looked like his foot was like broken because of because of like how it was about to flick up. And kick the ball like I th- shouldn't that be an error? If you honestly, I don't even think Messi could do that if he tried like kicking that ball. Like, <laughs> not I mean, like maybe, maybe he is Messi. Yeah, dude. I forget. Crazy. Like, I'm trying to figure it out right now. I'm trying to figure out the dude's name. Um, because I looked it up and I found it here. Tigers roster. Like, like I legitimately found the name, but I for some reason I just can't seem to find it. This is the Tigers, the roof part of our podcast. Yes, yes, yes. This is when we... Here, where the hell is non-roster invitees? Is 94. This was... Was it 94? Where's he at? Uh, I'm, gonna, I'm watching it again. It's just too funny not to... Where's it at? I swear to... It was 90... His number was 94, no? Am I going crazy and thinking that? I I didn't catch his number when I saw it the first time, but I'll... Uh... I think it's 90... I'm like... Blank, I'm blanking on because I had found it here. Tigers roster number ninety four. No, not the nineteen ninety four Tigers roster. <laughs> what is this? I forget his name. Basically, it was really, really bad. I'll just say that it was Kurt Gibson. I think it was ninety four. Yeah, like, I can't find the goddamn name. I can't I mean, find his name on here. Him scoring on that was pretty remarkable too, because it didn't go that far. In the, yeah, it was ninety four. It didn't go that far in the outfield. Like that's that's hustle. That's somebody who wants to make the team right there, baby. Come on. Who, I, I mean, who, he, he was booking it around the bases. That 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 play was just comical. That was. <laughs> uh, I think he saw the four guys going out there. He's like, "Oh shit, it's the Tigers." I'm gonna. I think he was already at second by the time that ball landed, and then when he when he kicked it, he was already rounding, th- or like when by the time they got it, he was like rounding third. Wait, I just figured out how to do it. I don't know why the hell I didn't think this. Uh, literally, just going on MajorLeagueMLB.com and looking up the scores from the game, and then looking up the guy's name there. Why didn't I oh, think of that? If that if that was Javi Baez, that would have been even more funny. That would have been. Oh, Here we go. Fox. Can you imagine? Uh, that would be so. Funny. Uh, he live it down because I think it was the shortstop. Yeah, I'm trying to. I, I literally have the box score up. Why the hell can't? Oh, uh, here, right. I Andrew Navigato. Poor guy. Shouts out, Andrew. Poor guy. He, uh, he was a uh, he was a round twenty pick in the 2019 draft out of uh, Oklahoma State. Hey, round twenty, major league, minor league, or spring training camp invite. This will probably you're, be the only well time he yourself, ever gets man. mentioned. Other than like, like these next couple of days will be the only time he probably ever gets mentioned until he makes the majors or gets higher in the Tigers organization, which sucks because obviously you don't want to be uh, remembered for something like that. It was not a good luck. Don't worry, man. You're gonna turn around, all right. But thanks for that one. Seriously. Yeah, I hope he turns it around because God, that was brutal. And and the and the funniest part about it is is that that's kind of. You know, like that happened and it was brutal, something that benefited the Rays. But the first pitch of spring training, Michael Harris had a bomb. Yeah, it was so funny on the broadcast. They're like, welcome to the 2023 Rays campaign. And then it was just like, oh, home run. Wait, could you you could watch that? I thought the I thought no, it was, no, 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 it was, it was uh it was radio. Uh but it was hilarious. It's like, we're underway, home run. Out of the Braves here. are back. The Braves are back. Wasn't even like there was no hesitation. First pitch of spring training. Uh, Michael Harris, the uh, the second hits a. What a way to start it. Though. I mean, do them do get those out of the way now. So that's good that we're starting that early. Yeah. Well, and some people are saying that spring training wins are more important than division titles too. From today's win. Yeah. I mean, okay. I mean, I put the thing out as a joke. I, I was just like, oh, they won a game. Woo-hoo. 
No, I know I'm joking too, but uh Cameron O was awesome. That was sick. That the the crack of that bat was awesome. Yeah, that thing is pure. He's got a he's got a really, really good swing and he's got a um like he has that sound. Uh I know that's like a big thing when like, you know, a, a guy's coming up, uh like a prospect who's coming up and they have that sound off the bat that just sounds pure and sounds, you know, sounds different. Like junior direct contact sound. and a lot of power. Got a shit ton of power. It's crazy. It's got a shit ton of power. That's um, sick. Who else had homers? We got Yu Chang had a homer. Oh, that was yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. Yu Chang went deep for the Rays. I uh, hit it to they, the left they, center field. Apotaco. They don't have Statcast in spring training, do they? I do not believe so. Because that, I, I want to know how far that went. He I mean, it was Apotaco. He hit it pretty far. He crushed it, and he hit it over everybody. I think too. You got to watch it again too, but. Yeah, no, it was a bomb. Um, yeah, so I mean, is there anyone who has uh, for either of you? Is there anyone who has caught your eye as someone that you guys want to follow more in spring training, or someone who's done something well, or someone who's done something bad, whatever it might be? Or is it just too early? It was nice to see it's... Carson Williams had a du- RBI double today. That was cool. Um, obviously, we're still probably what a year or two out from him, um, but that was cool to see that. Uh, who who was the Murray guy who had a, who had a home run today? Uh, Tanner Murray. Tanner, Tanner Murray. We got my eye on that guy. He's twenty four years old. Uh, he, yeah. Talk about weird numbers. Number eighty three. Yeah. What a weird um, number. Twenty twenty fourth round pick out of UC Davis. Recently, most recently played. He played with four teams last year, but played the majority of his twenty twenty three season with Montgomery. Uh, had six games in Durham and then three. In Bowling Green, I like Siri hit a home run too, right? Yes. Yeah. Siri definitely hit a home run. Uh, I believe he hit the first home run of the spring for the race. That was yesterday, right? I no, I thought it was against the Braves. I could be wrong. No, I just I just I just know we had a sweet comeback yesterday. Yeah, uh, yeah, and then they tied. Yeah, I think they hit like three or four straight doubles in the seventh or eighth inning in in order to. the game up and then uh yeah just hide <laughs> because no one cares in spring training if you win or lose yeah highs are very very common and or- i mean a lot of our pitch a lot of these pitchers who we're not sure they're gonna make the bullpen i mean we had like a big bullpen we're not like we don't have the starters out yet so we had a bunch of one inning pitched guys today kevin kelly looked good i like myself some kevin kelly sometimes yeah, and I mean, there's a bunch of names I really don't know on here that, you know, they did their job. It's nice to see you still have a Mejia. Emmanuel Mejia, I like that guy. If, hey, yeah. uh, hey, Frankie Mejia might be coming back to the Rays after he got let go by the uh, Angels. But yeah, you're Very right. Uh, there's, a, there's a lot lot of names where I do not – who or who I do not recognize. Burt Smith, I, I think – didn't we pick him up this offseason? I'm pretty sure. Um, um, well, I see Hayden Urbe. I think that's how you say his name, um, his his last name. Um, uh, Edwin Uceda, Trevor Bridgden, um, if I'm saying this correctly. Uh, who is the – I'm just, like, going through Birch Smith. Like, I think you just said Birch Smith. Um, didn't we pick him up this offseason? Uh, I'm pretty sure. I'm... I don't know. Jeff Belge. Yeah, I mean, this is this is the time for a lot of guys, especially, like, early in spring training. It's a, it's a time for a lot of guys who are trying to – um, you know, get a roster spot or fight for a roster spot to to show up and show out in spring training. Um, it looks like we just we signed him. He wasn't a trade acquisition, right? He's, right. He's yeah, we be on San Francisco. We signed him on January second. He actually was a Ray in 2014 too. He oh, was wow. in the. He was in the um the Will Myers trade. Wow! Look at that coming full circle. Wow. Race that's a that's a, I mean that's a long time ago the Walmart shirt. Twenty fourteen. Yep. Yeah. yeah Rays trade trees are just good, honestly. They are the Rays trade trees are something else. Like they're unique among any other trade trees in baseball. Birch is just such a great first name. Birch. Birch Taylor Smith. I've I, I've uh, I've encountered quite a few names uh, in my time down here in Mississippi that have been. Uh, baseball names beyond baseball names. So I, I'm the Gunners. 
Uh, a, a lot of interesting ones. I can't think of a, uh, like like a couple majors. Oh, that's sick. Yeah, um, a couple other ones that are just interesting. There's just a lot of. I mean, I mean, you you, you get a lot of interesting names wherever you go, but definitely any, any like Colts. What Colt? Um, uh, any Colt? Um, I think there was a football player with Colt. Nice. Not a baseball player. I don't believe. No, yeah, that, I feel like that's definitely a football name, but maybe that's just because I'm thinking of Colt McCoy right now. Probably. I mean, that's like the most obvious person to think of, so I don't blame you for that at all. I'm trying to see who else we got here. Um, uh, Rob Brantley got some time behind the plate today. Ronnie Simon um, or Simone uh, got some time at second base. Uh, Siri was in center field, got three ABs. Junior got three ABs. Curtis Mead got a couple. Yeah, uh, Curtis Murray man. came in. Ruben Cardenas came in. Uh, Rosario got another, uh, you know, a couple more IB some time. Uh, Aranda got some time. So definitely, I mean, uh, a lot of guys in a lot of uh, Palacios. I know um, uh, Richie Palacios has gotten um, uh, some time so far in these first couple of games. So definitely a lot of guys, especially like the newer faces. A lot of those guys are getting a lot of play right now. Yeah. Um, Curtis so, Mead doing pretty good in the spring training, too. Had that homer earlier. I'm not sure which game that was, but I know he hit. A, he's hit a homer. Uh, does he? Oh yeah. No, 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 no. He doesn't have Wait, a homer. No. He's only he got four. Hits. He's he only got four just... in spring training. He's one for four. Oh, okay, okay, okay. But yeah, plenty of RBIs. I think go through. And, and I guess the other thing is, is that again, this is only three games in the spring training. We haven't even seen you know any legit starting pitchers that the Rays are going to have this year. Um, I know Zach Littell is supposed to pitch tomorrow, if I'm not mistaken, or the next game. Um, I don't know if that is tomorrow. Yeah, 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 that is tomorrow. He's facing up against Clark Schmidt because the Rays are playing the Yankees. But those bastards. Yeah, we haven't even seen um, a lot of the starting pitchers that the Rays are going to have. We haven't seen um, Zach Eflin yet. We haven't seen Taj Bradley. We haven't seen. Ryan Papio. We haven't seen Uwasawa pitch in a game so far. Uh, so there's still a lot of those guys that will slowly get. I know Chris Davinsky is a possibility there as well. So, you know, we'll we'll see who goes, who ends up finding where. I mean, Randy hasn't even played in a game yeah, yet. Yeah, Randy, I was about to say, I haven't fucking seen Randy. I haven't seen Bilal play in a game yet. I've seen Yandi play in a game. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, we've seen Siri. Um, we've seen a number of those guys, but some of the other guys, uh, you know, Rene Pinto, another guy, but yeah, Bila hasn't seen it game action. I don't Isak hasn't either. Yeah, no, Isak hasn't. Um, Harold did play. I don't know. Has Josh Lowe played? Did he, did he play in the first game? I believe he has. Let me check. I totally could be wrong on that though. Yeah. I don't know if, I don't know if Josh has played. Let me check this. No, he didn't play in the first game. Um, because that's another guy. To add to that list so you know again this is the time where a lot of those guys that are trying to fight for roster spots are, oh no he played on um he played against the tigers so he's he's come out but that's still a couple of guys that i mentioned below um oh no 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 no, no. paredes played uh as well as low on uh on sunday against the tigers uh so yeah, so I mean, it's really just Bilal and, and Randy who are the only two guys that haven't really seen a lot of a, uh, haven't seen the field at all so far uh, this spring. So they'll be out soon. I mean, again, it's just you know, guys got to get guys got to get geared back up into game speed. Uh, they'll slowly get themselves in, in, in into games. They'll get themselves more abs, more playing time, things like that. It, it's all. It, 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 I mean, that's the that's the beauty of spring training is you'll see a lot of guys that you probably won't see during the regular season because they're going to be in the minors. Uh, and then you'll be able to see some of your favorite players, you know, just getting themselves ready for the year and probably some guys who you're going to see a lot of up and down with and a lot of the guys who are going to be um, new faces to the team that are going to find their way onto the 40-man uh, and then 26-man active roster. So a lot of that going on, which is good. But, I mean, are, are you, like, I guess the biggest thing, are you guys – like? What's the feeling right now, knowing that spring training is back, that baseball is as back as it is? Um, like, what does that feeling produce in you guys? Like, is it, you know, like I guess is it jubilation? Is it happiness? Is it 
like a relief of the offseason being over, quote unquote? Like, you know, what sort of feelings does spring training produce? For me, the first like week is fun. The first like week is like nice. It's especially where I'm at in Arlington, Virginia. The weather's been nice recently too. Um, where you kind of get that spring, I guess, kind of smell in the air. So you, you can feel baseball coming back um within the weather also. But after the first week, I just want the real thing. Uh, after the first week, I'm like, all righty. Yeah, yeah, I've I've had enough of this. I want to actually watch this and actually care. Like, I mean, I don't know if you guys like no, I'm sure Care that's how. All. I mean, that's. I'm sure that's how every like veteran baseball player feels. Like yeah. after their first spring training, they're like, "Why don't you just throw me in in the regular season, and I'll try I mean, to test my luck?" But you know, probably not the wisest idea. You know, you definitely gotta get some reps in the in spring. You know, Randy's not been there yet. He's probably busy doing his push up routine, eating chicken and rice, beans, getting ready for another. Uh, crack at it all these teams gunning for us so i mean it's it's good to have this seeing this developed talent but yeah i'm ready for these games to matter and i'm it's ready like, for all these fuckers who are still putting us fourth in the division to be proven wrong once again it's just they're they're always counting on it it's just like the bulls they're always counting on the downfall it's like this this, this time they they're not going to make the playoffs it's only happened five times in a row. It's this time it's not going to happen. So I'm, I'm, I'm excited for that when, you know, they're like, Oh, I ranked them fourth, but they went, they got second division and wild card or they won the division. I mean, so it's, only, it's only happened so, so many times in a row, you know, you can kind of feel it in the air. It's like, who are these guys? Where'd they come from? That's, that's just what I love. I want to get back to that. I want to get back to that, Alex, really. <laughs> I, 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 there's a lot of hate i mean you're not wrong about it there's a lot of haters in baseball that seemingly get proved wrong every year because we, they we thrive that, off of that you know this is going to be the year that 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 the rays fall apart and then they don't so yeah maybe this is the year but honestly i don't think so i still think that they're going to be a you know an uber competitive playoff caliber team i don't know about winning the ALEs, but i still think that they can you know uh, you know, very much compete for the division and win a playoff, you know, get into the playoffs. But Gibby, are, do you feel the same way about, you know, like this first week being like the honeymoon phase? And yeah, yeah, exactly. You just wanted to get going. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. Everyone's enjoying it down there. I might try to get down there for one of these games, but yeah, I'm, a, I'm instant. I'm ready to go. Ready to go. One, one month from tomorrow. Yeah. Opening day. That's wild. The fact that opening day is that close. Who do you th- who's opening day pitcher going to be? That's Rathlin. something that we. It's way too early to be asking those kind of questions right now. That's true. You don't want to jinx it though. You don't I mean, someone. If I'm going to put my money on someone going into the year, I'd put my money on Zach Eflin. Yeah, I it's was about be. to say Eflin, but you know. Yeah, I would put my. Yeah, money he's got to start tomorrow, and he's, he's not be... tomorrow. Latell starting tomorrow. Oh, you said Latell starting tomorrow? Yeah, yes. I said Latell. It's the Zacks, you know. They're it's too many Zacks. Yeah, yeah. It's a lot of TBDs moving forward for the race. <laughs> a lot of TBDs. Well, yeah, for sure. We're... So excitement, but also it seems like frustration once you start realizing it's spring training and none of these games matter, and you want to just get into the regular season. Yeah, it's bad. We're only three games in, and I'm, I'm already almost done. <laughs> You're already it. complaining. Yeah, oh, honestly. Like, all right. Spring training is my favorite time of the year because it's the time when players and fans can be, you know, there's that most intimate environment, which you don't really get at, you know, actual major league games. Yeah. So, you know, I, I'm a big fan of that. I really, really like that. I like that intimate connection. How else, are we, how else would we have gotten a picture of a Bo Bichette? That's Honestly. true. Or Dante Bichette, as the guy kept calling him. <laughs> that was so and funny. He was like, no, it's my dad. That's not me. Yeah, he was not happy. He was bad. He was he was definitely not happy about it. And he's deservedly not happy about it because he's a pretty damn good player. Yeah. So before but we go to is, break. Oh, wait, what? I was going to say one more thing. I'm yeah. tired of spring training already, but it is cool to see, like, like Carson Williams, like I said, we probably won't see him for another year or two um, in the majors, but it is cool to see guys like him who have a super bright future um, be able to show, I guess, what they can do 
I mean, I, I know they're not playing against major league talent, but it's cool to just get their name in a race jersey and just see what they got and see what our future has because the guy's going to, that guy should be a stud. So it's cool to see that. Yeah. I'm definitely excited for him. I know a lot of race fans are. Uh, before we go to break, I don't know if you guys saw because uh, we did post about it on Twitter. Uh, and we might be doing something with them moving forward, but uh, Oma, uh, Oma, uh, I get homage. Uh, do you guys know Homage, the company? Uh, the Jackets. Company? Yeah, yeah. I freaking yeah. sold yeah. out. I was yeah. there. I was there 20 minutes when the link dropped and it was sold out. Yeah, they uh, they dropped uh, Homage and Starter dropped uh, 30 different vintage uh, satin jackets, like Letterman jackets for all 30 major league teams. Uh, they basically, with the Rays one, they just redid the one that existed back in 1998, the OG starter jacket, the all black uh, with the, the double best one. font. Everyone, font. everyone, everyone across baseball knows it's the best one. Yeah, it's it's a pretty damn good one, uh, and it sold out like I think within an hour at least. If not, I, I told you I was there 20, 20 minutes and it was sold out. Yeah, so we posted about it. Uh, yeah, I mean, it sold out pretty quickly. I'll just, I'll, I'll, I'll just say that it sold out within hours, if not within an hour. Um, yeah. So I don't know when they're going to restock, and I don't know if all of them have have been sold out across all thirty teams. But the jackets were one sixty five, which is expensive, but again, quality seems nice. Starters are really good brand. They do all these. I paid for that. I mean, and, and also I heard that there were discounts that you could use to save some money, like up to like 30 plus bucks on it. So it ends up being more affordable. But yeah, you can they, buy you can buy the new shitty Fanatics jersey for 165 or you can buy this cool ass starter jacket. I mean, I'm I'm taking a starter jacket. Over, yeah, I mean, if you had the opportunity to spend the money on the two over I'd rather, ball I'd sack pants. We could talk about that after the break. No, we don't, no, no, we, no, we don't talk about that. We don't, we don't <laughs> talk about that. But if they do drop again, make sure to keep your eyes on, on them because they're gonna they're already selling like hotcakes. So make sure to uh, to keep your eyes out on them, um, so you can get your own copy your own uh, when the when I guess they're 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 dropped again. Yeah, uh, I got the email like, alerts ready, so I'm gonna get mine. Yeah, definitely make sure to I'm get dropping the bag on that. It looks like the Rays one is one of seven that are sold out. So good job. That's pretty. Yeah. Yeah, it's a nice Such jacket. A small it's the, market team, right? Oh my god! It's a nice jacket. There's to be sold out. That's the Marlins one is sick too. No, Oof. they're all they're all really really good. Uh, but with that being said, we're gonna go to a quick break here, run our Seat Geek ad, and we'll be right back in this latest episode of Raise the Roof. Hi everyone, Alex here with a quick word from our newest sponsor, Seat Geek. Seat Geek is your one stop shop for tickets for everything from live theater and concerts to sporting events like Rays games. SeatGeek uses a color-coded scale to show you where the best deals are, with green being good and red being bad. If you haven't used SeatGeek before, we have a special deal just for you. Use code RAISETHEROOF, that's Rays spelled R-A-Y-S, at checkout for $20 off your first purchase with SeatGeek. Again, that's code RAISETHEROOF for $20 off your first SeatGeek purchase. Thanks so much to SeatGeek for sponsoring us, and let's get back to this latest episode of Raise the Roof. And we're back on this latest episode of Raise the Roof. If you guys haven't used any of our links yet, because I want to make sure that we always post these and we always talk about them. But yeah, the SeatGeek link, Raise the Roof, all caps, Raise the Roof, uh, $20 off your first purchase. In the Clutch is still active. I think we're going to be doing new stuff with them this year. Uh, but that is code, again, Raise the Roof, all caps for 10% off any order, anytime. And then our new, uh, one of our newest sponsors, uh, 1771 Designs. It is the same raise the roof, but the R, T, and R are capitalized. Everything else is lowercase. Uh, that gets you 15% off at uh, ch checkout anytime, anyplace. So uh, make sure to take advantage of those. Um, helps us out in the process. Helps you guys uh, get some good deals as well. So there's been a couple of things that have happened in the baseball world that have involved some raised players, some some major contract news, things of that sort. But I want to talk, let's start off uh, with Manny Margot, who the Rays traded away in the deal to get uh, Ryan Pepio and Johnny DeLuca. 
along with Tyler Glass now to the Los Angeles Dodgers. Uh, the Dodgers then traded him today, basically as a salary dump, to the Minnesota Twins. They got a prospect back who I'm pretty sure was from the 2021 or 2020 draft. I think it was a 2021 draft because I saw that someone said that like the first five picks that the Twins had, um, they all have traded away since that point, uh, which is kind of crazy that it, it it's happened so quickly. But yeah, Margot was basically dumped to the Twins as a salary dump. They got a guy back who... Uh, hasn't really been that good uh, offensively in the minors. So don't know how that's going to pan out. But when were you guys surprised when you saw that he uh, got traded? Because it seems like when yeah. you look back at it, he was very much getting overlooked in the everything about the trade. Yeah. So even in the glass, yeah, I wasn't surprised at all because even in the glass now trade, the Dodgers, uh, there was rumors that the Dodgers – like didn't even care about the Margot part of the trade. Really, I heard. I remember the rumors that they actually wanted Randy in the in the trade too, but ended up not getting that. Just getting yeah, right. Manuel Margot. So they obviously, it was almost pretty obvious that they didn't really like have a spot for Manuel. So it's kind of understandable that he was salary or it. it I. It's not surprising to me that he was salary salary dumped to the Twins, um, because it was just, I mean, it didn't even seem like they really wanted that part of the trade. It's just all kind of for Glass now, kind of just to get him. We kind of just traded him away, get off our books. Dodgers didn't really want him, so I I wasn't really surprised about it. But that's some disrespect to Manuel Margot for sure. I hope he has a killer season with the twins honestly just like you know prove them wrong you know but i mean yeah. dodgers are a super team so yeah manuel was probably the one guy who was out of place on that roster honestly a little bit yeah, yeah I, I do i feel bad for him um but it, i'm just confused on why i mean we only sent like two million a year along with him right for the next two years i think or something like that yeah right? we yeah, it's like four million total. We, I think. Paid, we paid like two years to show his salary, so that's nice. <laughs> Which is crazy, but um, I don't know. It's just first of all, I don't know how this what this really means, but Marco just kind of seems like a Minnesota twin. He kind of seems like he looks like he's gonna fit right in on the Twins. I don't know why, but I don't know why I think that. But he just seems fit for Minnesota. Um, hey, for the regular season, that's a compliment. And well, hey, they might be. Hey, they won playoff series last year too. That's so. true. That's true. I discounted Wait, them for that. Sorry, that. playoff game, playoff game, playoff, playoff game. series, game, um, game well, is winning a playoff game. And there's well, honestly, winning a playoff game in Tampa now is hard to do. But well, um, uh, last year, but winning a playoff game in in Minnesota was almost impossible for. What was it like a quarter of a century or something crazy? Um, yeah, it was since 2000, I think it was since 2004. Unbelievable, like one of the craziest records ever. Um, but no, I mean, I'm glad, I'm glad that he's, I'm honestly kind of glad. I, yeah, I feel like he wouldn't have had much of a place on the Dodgers, he would have been kind of buried. I mean, maybe an every other day player, I doubt he plays every, he would have played every game. Um, in, in LA. So I think in Minnesota, he'll be able to get a better chance to, to see the field at least, at, I, I think at least what, five times a week, um, assuming they have like six games a week. But yeah, I, I was just kind of surprised to see it. I first saw Tariba, uh, our guy, the Juan Taribo was on it first, I think. And yeah, I, doesn't matter a whole lot to the Rays, but I'm, I'm glad that he'll get, he'll get his chance in Minnesota. Yeah, yeah, I, I think that he'll definitely get plenty of playing time. But yeah, I know Juan, uh, Juan was the first one who tweeted out about it. Uh, and then further details about the trade slowly started coming out about the other pieces that were involved. Um, it sucks because he was definitely in a situation where he was probably not going to get used that much in in L.A., unfortunately. So I think this is a best case scenario for him because he's going to a team that I think he'll get way more playing time for. He should get, you know, he should be competing for a starting spot, if not getting a starting spot and or being someone who's going to be 
on the 26-man active roster to begin the season, uh, should be getting plenty of playing time, is a really good utility outfielder. You can use him in a number of different positions, which is good. Um, so I, I think that he'll get plenty more use in Minnesota, and he won't be overlooked. Yeah, I mean, he's a, he's a great defender. His his bat is very consistent. Not, obviously, not a power hitter at all. He's more so contact. And he's got a bit of speed. But, yeah, his fielding was was very, very, very good to the Rays and made a lot, a lot of big – he made a lot of big, big-time defensive plays, um, most notably the one in the play in the ALCS where he went over the wall at the Padre – I think it was at Petco, right? The yeah, bubble. yeah. Um, yes. Yes, during, yeah, you're right. Uh, the the ALCS against CS. Astros game one. Uh, I don't remember, but I think it was game two. It was a game two. I remember. Yeah, it was one of the first two games. But yeah, you're right. He he's a very he's a very valuable fielder and outfielder because he can basically play it all. So I wish him the best of luck. Yeah, I I I I think it's a good scenario for him moving forward. Um, even though it was very much a salary dump from. Uh, the Dodgers, because the Dodgers seemingly have every expensive contract in baseball history uh, all in one place. Uh, and then Shohei getting $680 million of his contract deferred, which is still the most ridiculous thing ever. But, I mean, who are we to say? Another big thing that I kind of teased earlier was that Francisco Mejia was waived or was let go by the Angels. Um, I, I did see some things of someone saying that his like mannerisms and attitude on the field during spring training or in his last spring training with the angels didn't look great. Like he, he didn't really look like he was in the Un- game. Understandable me. Yeah. Understand. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, it is the angels. So like, yeah. So you get the Rendon story than this. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean the Rendon thing, we don't need to go that. That that man is just. I think he's in his own world and he doesn't care what anyone else thinks. Uh, but I yeah, so it. I respect that. Yeah, I mean, he is back on the market, uh, which means that he could be picked up by the Rays, uh, and I think that would more or less settle their catching problem. Um, I, I I think it would settle it if he was more like his twenty twenty. What was it? Twenty twenty two self that yeah. was like the big um that was the season or was it 21 i think it might have been 21 well well whatever season i forget which one of the two that he had his um i guess his most productive campaign with the rays and was cl- mr clutch all over the place uh but if they can get a season like that out of him that'd be great if they get a season like they got out of him last year it's not really that good but I think I've already heard uh news or rumors that the rays have been talking to him about a reunion so that's not shocking because again, it's someone that's you know low risk, high reward type guy, uh, and he's not going to cost a lot to be able to get him uh, on the team, uh, and will definitely help out with catching depth. So that's good, and he already has rapport with a bunch of the guys on the team. So that's another thing that's a that's a big positive. But we'll see. Um, I mean, there's still a lot of holes in his game. His defense is definitely not you know up to par compared to some other catchers. Uh, his, um, you know, his hitting is very, very spotty or was very, very spotty last year. So, yeah, you know, there are still some considerable holes to his game, but I think for familiarity's sake, I don't think it would be the worst move for the Rays to resign him or to bring him back. I don't know what you guys think about that. Yeah. I've, I've always liked, I've always liked Mejia. I thought it was kind of, I was just surprised when we let him go last year, um, just considering it's not like our catching position is deep or extremely talented at all. Um, no offense to Bethancourt and Pinto last year, but Pinto, he's got some, he's got potential, but last year's catching position was not great. So that's why I was kind of surprised. But uh, yeah, his, his best year was in 20, in 2021, he hit 260 and had a 322 OBP, which for a catcher 322 OBP, I'll take that any day of the week. And then last year, compared to last year, where he hit 227 and then had 258 OBP. So, and he had half of the walks he did. He had, uh, or sorry, less than half of the walks. He had 17 walks in 2021, and then he only forced six walks last year. So, I remember that was a big problem of his. He, it, weirdly enough, he actually had more strikeouts in 2021. Um, that might have, he also played in, in 34 more games. So, maybe that's why. Yeah. Yeah. But, no, that's definitely why. So, because, I mean, I remember last year he had pretty, terrible plate discipline he would swing at everything 
every curveball or every off speed in the dirt he'd swing at. So I don't know if he can. Yeah, you're right. If he can get back to his 2021 self, um, you make a good point. He's he'd be he'd certainly be cheap. Um, and yeah, it's all he he knows our pitchers too, which is always an underrated skill when you're talking about catchers and especially with our pitchers who have. I mean, we don't have glass now anymore, but like yeah. Pete, Pete's stuff is n nastier than most pitchers, so. You need the, having that familiar familiarity is definitely a skill that you can't take for granted. So, I would I would definitely be on board for taking for bringing him yeah. back, considering we don't have a backup on the forty man yet. Um, so I'd yeah, be down almost, for it. It's almost good that like uh, Glass now is gone, just because I remember when he would pitch pitch to Mejia. Mejia's like every time there was a curveball in the dirt, it was always a pass ball. For at least for when he pitched to Mejia, which I know he struggles a little bit defensively and with like framing and such. But yeah, I mean, he has familiarity. You're right. Like, I feel like he did good with everyone else besides Glass now in the starting rotation. And then he was pretty good with uh, a lot of our higher velocity guys in the bullpen, like you said, Fairbanks and those sort of guys. Um, so, yeah, it's nice to be back. I love Ray's reunifications. I mean, we just got Yu Chang back. He hit a home run in spring training recently. We love, I love Yu, Yu Chang. Chang. He's great. I love Mejia. Yeah, and if he has that productive season like he did in, in 21 with that better plate discipline, bunch of doubles, bunch of Arby's, it'd be nice to have a lot of that production uh, in the catching spot. And I mean, I feel like he was when when he was fifty fifty split with Zanino. It was such a good combination because Zanino was hitting all the home runs, and then whenever we needed a a more small ball guy in the game at the catcher position, Mejia was right there, kind of took that over. And I feel like that might be what I mean. Rene Pinto has more of the power than Mejia does, so it's probably another good combination like that if they get a fifty fifty split. I might want to see. Pinto get a little bit more of the load earlier in the season, but I'd like to see how Mejia kind of plays through the game, and I hope he gets just enough time so that he can be effective and actually start seeing the ball a little bit better and getting just those at-bats where he's, like, developing and getting back into that rhythm. Because I feel like towards the end of his race tenure, he was starting to get cut off a little bit more than there was really no helping him when he's only getting so many at-bats per game or mm. per month, honestly, when he was starting to wind down at the end. Um, so, yeah, hope yeah. he gets back on that wagon, gets and, some good production. And a switch hitting catcher is not something that you see every day either. So, if I mean, if you're hitting 260 as a switch hitting catcher, I, yeah, I'll take that any day of the week, considering our only well, and we only have one catcher so far. But considering he's a righty, so having Mejia um, be able to face against righty pitchers would be awesome. And um, and I guess use him as a pinch hitter too late in the game would be great too. Yeah, yeah, uh, and then the lot, Mister uh, Clutch, he was that guy. He was. He, was. he, he had some moments. He had it the, was crazy. That I, I remember he had the grand slam against the Blue Jays. Yes, and extra, I remember. And, oh, and extras. There was the uh, there was there was the had, against the Red Sox. There was. I was like there. Triple. Yeah, it was awesome. It was. There was the uh, the go ahead homer against the Phillies that he hit off Wheeler in the ninth inning. Yeah, he hit Albert Tank. I was there for that one. That one was awesome. The the Red Sox they were tied in the top of the ninth I think and then two outs base clearing triple well we think it was a double and then Renfro bobbled it or something so he got to third on on yeah. an error but yeah that was sick yeah. oh he had the um last year he actually had the he had he had the other base clearing double at Yankee Stadium but then Donaldson walked it off at the grand slam do you remember that uh, yeah I mean, yeah I choose not to but that was stupid but Donaldson. he still had the clutch hit though. Two outs too. So yeah, no, he did. He did for sure. Um, so yeah, a lot of positives with that, or a lot of potential positives, Beaks. I can come with that. Uh, but the last thing that I want to discuss is and and Evan brought it up um uh, before we decided to pod today was uh talking about Cody Bellinger. Uh, because man's finally got his due, he finally got his bag. Uh three year, thirty three year eighty million dollar uh contract with the Chicago Cubs, re-signed with the Cubs. 
I believe he's getting 30 million his first year and then he's getting opt out after his first year, um, which could end up just being a one year, $30 million contract, or it could end up being the entire thing. Uh, he is a Boris client. So don't be surprised if he chooses to opt out and go somewhere else. Uh, but Hey, he bet on himself last year with the Cubs um, and had a really damn good year and rightfully deserved uh, the, you know, the money that he got for the Cubs. And I, I think, having someone like that for more than just one year would really help out the team um, mm, sure. in, in Chicago. I think it would provide a lot of stability, but um, I, I think for his sake, considering like the fall off that he had from winning MVP to barely hitting, I don't even think he hit 200 over the course of a year because he got hurt and then he just couldn't do anything. Um, and then for him to be able to come back and have this sort of year that he did last year with the Cubs uh, definitely great to see uh, and cool, uh, I think, on his end that, you know, he bet on himself and he got paid. Yeah, I mean, it, it's I didn't re- I didn't realize that he could opt out after. Each yeah, of the first I, two I think seasons, there's some which, sort of opt out in there. I could be dead wrong about it. Let me go check it. No, he, it says the this lawyer can opt out of the deal after each of the first two seasons. According to sources, Bellinger is set to make 30 mil this year, then 30 mil in 2025 if he stays with Chicago and 20 million in 2026 if he doesn't opt out of the contract. So, I mean, that's an extremely player friendly deal. He can basically I mean, that's a hell of a thing to fall. If back I was on. him, I wouldn't even leave. Getting he, two straight well, years yeah. of 30 mil, you kidding me? And it's yeah. either it's either he has a crappy year and he just stays in the deal, or he goes even he's even better and somehow makes even more than thirty mil. Like the Cubs got the the Cubs put some sweeteners in that deal to make it. They really obviously they really really wanted him back, and so they made an extremely player friendly deal yeah. like that. But he he was incredible last year. You're right. I thought he might have been cooked. I mean, I think I. He had a 44 his, OPS plus in 95 was, games played. I was looking at it. I was looking at his, yeah his stats too. I mean, in 2021, he was he was hit 165. He, he had a had 540 OPS. OPS. Yeah, he was. Oh, in 2021, yeah he he was terrible. He had 165. Yeah, yeah he had like three really good years or three, uh, you know, consistently good if not great years with the Dodgers in from 2017 to 19, and then had three. One okay year and then three, two really bad years. Uh, and then Rebound had a really good year last year. Yeah. Hey, good for Speak, him. Speaking of player friendly, I mean, for him, it's really good that, you know, the marijuana is legal in the Chicago. So, dude, I don't know if he's that way he came he, back. He, he, stayed. he hasn't, he hasn't, that's part of the deal. They're like, hey, we could he's not going to. You know. Also, no drug tests. That's a part he of the He has too. not confirmed or denied whether he smokes or not, bro. You no, see that no, guy? actually, he's denied it more than he's confirmed it. To be honest. Oh come on. Is is weed against like MLB protocol? Like, is there like some? I, I, I would I have think to assume still a little so. late. I think they're still a little late on it. Like with the in comparison to NBA and. NFL. So it doesn't matter what the actual laws no. are in the state that they play. Yeah, in. I don't like, think it's, I still don't think it matters. It's against like league policy or whatever. Yeah, still. It's against the vibes. Yeah, MLB's being against the vibes, honestly. Yeah, you do but, you, Cody. Yeah, but he had a top 10 MVP finish and a silver slugger. Yeah. So he was doing something right last year. Uh, and like I said, he bet on himself and he won. So Pretty good for him. He, I think it would be incredibly stupid for him to not stay in that deal, considering how much money he's going to be making. I mean, unless he wins MVP this year, he would literally he would probably have to win MVP to. Yeah, yeah, because if you're making thirty million dollars a year, then especially like a guy like him, who again the Cubs are betting on him to continue the success that he had last year. Uh, so honestly, I mean, they don't have much risk. else to bet on. Oh, that's true, but. I, I keep trash talking all the teams. I'm sorry, but you know this is a race podcast. I don't think it's gonna be a Cubs fan listening. Yeah, we only suck off the Angels on this podcast. Get, yeah, get yeah, but but now or Dodgers now, I guess. Sorry, yeah, no, I'm not. No, not so I'm not sucking them off. I'll I'll just suck off Otani. But, <laughs> you know, sorry, that was weird. That was just an old habit right there. <laughs> yeah no yeah no i mean it, it was the, angels time. last yeah. season versus angels now it's it's crazy the fall off dude it's crazy now the angels have been falling off for a while this is no this is no no, no i mean yeah but like in comparison to the, how many people like them 
Oh my god, it's so much worse now. No one cares about their existence. It's probably in the millions. Millions. So yeah, are we just a show hate podcast now, not an Angels podcast? Because we kind of no, we were never an Angels podcast. We were a show hate podcast. We were kind of Angels. We were kind of an Angels podcast. I mean, it was only who else? Trout. That's it. It was amazing. I mean. Uh, I mean, I mean, I'm I don't a fan think of any t- any podcast couldn't talk about what oh, the Angels happy? did last season, like to all their <laughs> to, to their fans. Logan O'Hoppy, oh, oh. did, did you just bring that name out? Oh yeah, CJ Crone, oh, he's our guy too. Oh race. yeah, CJ Crone's goaded. Guy hit nukes. That guy was actually very good last year. He was CJ Crone actual nukes goat. last year. Yeah, David Fletcher. I did found out that he's actually on the Braves now, and I didn't know that. What? Until the first game of spring training, <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, that's new." <laughs> that that's another good thing about spring training is that you do get those like, you get like the who he played for. Yeah, thing, you, you, get the, for you get the you get the oh that guy's on that team. Yeah. So because you need like a, a week or two in the regular season where you're like, oh, I didn't know that guy went to that team. Yeah, no, he's the zero barrel king. Uh, so David Fletcher is pretty sure he had a full year where he had zero barrels or something like that. That's like that's that's like the only reason why I liked him because he was so he was he was he was like actually a decent player, but he was so very much uh like not a power hitter, and it was it almost seemed purposeful that he wasn't a Did power. You hitter. Do that? I feel like I feel like doing that on purpose is almost as impressive. Well, I think he was the only guy in baseball to not have a barrel. Like, like that's like for that's, an entire year, which seems ridiculous. You should win, you should win an award for that. That's incredible. Yeah, well, he did it. So good for him. Is there anything else we want to talk about before we end the pod? Um, I guess uh, Nikita Kucherov hit a hundred points. First guy in the NHL to hit a hundred points this year. Wow, I didn't. That's a that's a that's pretty crazy elite. Pretty damn good. There. It's not it's not like you won a hard trophy or anything before. Yeah, fuck a skills competition. I'm just gonna score. That's what he said. He's pretty. He, he is. He is pretty damn good at. Dude, hockey. that was so that. funny when he just. He was. Just, he didn't give a fuck about the, the All Star. I don't think he. I don't think he really cares about a lot. To be honest, I, I mean, know. I mean, it's knowing so his personality, funny. I love him. Knowing, uh, knowing, dude. knowing his personality, he's a very much like I don't care guy. Which I. He's like an I don't care guy, but he's good. Uh, Anthony Rendon is an I don't care guy. He's a bad. toxic I don't care. Guy. Yeah, yeah, he's a toxic. Yeah, yeah. Going back to the Angels because you know we can't get enough of them. One more Angels thing. Oh it's, God, no! We don't need it. Last anymore. one, last one, last one. Oh. Am I the only one that didn't know Aaron Hicks went to the Angels? Uh, Am I the only I one that didn't that. know that Joey Gallo's on the Nationals now? Oh God! Uh, oh yeah, I, I forgot that. I think that I vaguely remember that. Yeah, was it like a one year, five million dollar contract or something like that? Thank you. Yeah. What else? When the, when the hell did the Angels pick up Aaron Hicks? I, did they was it like a major league contract or was it a minor league contract because i forget uh, there have been so many irrelevant signings hey, like hey, that. Ron. i do remember him going to the angels i just forget what the details of the contract were it was a one-year deal worth the league minimum it doesn't say that's a minor God. league though well hey 740 000 sometimes LA you bet on much. yourself sometimes you bet on yourself and you make 30 mil sometimes you bet on yourself and you get league minimum Oh, he's he's older now, so but but he also he also got thrown out of the he also got thrown to the wolves by the Yankees and then the Orioles picked him up and he played well. So yeah. I'm surprised he didn't get paid more than that, honestly. He yeah, he was decent last year. But seventy forty thousand dollars in LA is like not that much money for a professional baseball player. No, it's not yeah, that he much money. You might have to share an apartment with like a frat. Him and, <laughs> and the the USC boys or what's cool yeah, 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 he might <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I guess that's USC, UCLA. Uh, I don't know what he's buying. He's going to buy up there with that. Especially since, you know, they're going to take like half, you know. Oh, those are in the general vicinity. Yeah. I think... They probably will take like half it. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, you're not wrong about that. But I think with that being said, it's going to conclude things this latest episode <sighs> of Raise the Roof. Uh, we appreciate you guys as always. Uh, your support is unwavering, and we love you guys to death. Uh, make sure to... Follow us on social media, Raise the Roof TV on both Twitter and Instagram. We are actually over 900 followers on Instagram, which isn't a lot, but we've been we've been posting a lot more. The road to 1,000 there is growing rapidly. We're also less than 200 followers away from 7,000 followers on Twitter. So make sure to follow 200. us. 200. What? Mean, 200. Did, did 200. I say 200 to get to 7,000? I swear I to God. I said 2,000. 
Oh, well, it's less than 200 followers. Oh, 200. Okay. Yeah. I was going to say, 2,000 is a lot, kind of a lot. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. Less than 200 followers, you get to 7,000. 7, so uh, make sure to follow us there. Make sure to follow us uh, on Instagram. Uh, for this podcast, continue to support us as you guys have been. Uh, make sure to subscribe. Make sure to like. Make sure to leave us a review. Uh, make sure to follow us if you're on Spotify. Uh, also, make sure to support us through all of our links in the clutch, SeatGeek, and 1771 Designs. Uh, be sure to use those codes. Uh, raise the roof, all caps for both SeatGeek and in the clutch. And raise the roof, the RTR is capitalized, the rest of it's lowercase for 1771 Designs. Uh, get, get your guys or get yourself some great deals uh, and also help us out in the process. Uh, all of that's very much appreciated. Um, so, again, thanks so much for listening. And as always, Raise up. Barry Bonds has zero home runs against the Rays. Just to let you guys know. Raise up. That's true. Raise up. <laughs>